Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Let's Talk ICP. Today in our eighth episode, we have a super special guest with us, a colleague of the micros and a fellow podcaster, Mr. Jesse Fredman. Thank you so much, Jesse, for being here with us today. Hello, fellow member of the ICP podcasting ecosystem, Javier. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah, first of all, as always, and always, you are well known and much loved by the entire community for the internet computer. Undoubtedly, I think you are one of the people who has contributed the most and you are contributing to the growth of the internet computer. But uh, for the people who don't know you, uh, can you introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, what is your background and your beginnings before starting uh, in ICP project? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So, uh, yeah, so my name's on Twitter. I'm ICP Jesse. Um, I work as what's called a marketing contractor. So I have a relationship with Definity where they hired me as an arm's length marketing contractor to help grow the ICP ecosystem. And part of the idea there is that I don't work inside Definity. I work external to Definity, which gives me more arm's length distance and more ability to talk for, more freely. Um, and help promote the community. And, you know, it really, I, I love this job. I'm having so much fun. I really enjoy the work. I think it's really creative. I think it's really interesting. Um, I really like being self-directed in my work. And so my background is as an entrepreneur um, mm -hmm. from a couple different things. I, uh, I worked in tech originally. Uh, so I had uh, coming out of the Mac and Apple world, I did a couple help desk jobs in San Francisco. And then I founded a brewery. Uh, in San Francisco called Almanac Beer Company. Uh, I actually mm -hmm. came to that out of blogging. I was like a beer blogger as like a hobby and then brought took my hobby full time. So I was a home brewer. I was making beer in my kitchen in San Francisco. And wow. uh, yeah, and really That's wanted. Cool. So I, I, yeah, so I had a co-founder and so we started the business and, you know, put some money together, a little bit of money together and made that first batch of beer, sold that beer out and then used the money from that to make a second batch, sold that, used that to do a third. Um, and that really grew and grew over time. And so we raised money. Uh, we built a 30,000 square foot facility in Alameda Island, which is part of across the bay from San Francisco next to Oakland. Um, we put in a full brew house there and grew that to, you know, distributed in like 35 states, internationally distributed, uh, bottled beer, canned beer. Um, but that was a really great experience, you know, going from, you know, co-founders are the only people doing it. Uh, I was in charge of the social media during that time. So I grew like our Instagram account from zero to 50,000 followers. Um, mm -hmm. I wrote all the beer recipes. I named all the beers. I wrote all the copy for the beer and I did all the community management as well. So, uh, headed up sales, headed up distribution, you know, you wear, you wear a lot of hats. And so, um, yeah. I did that and then I got involved in crypto around when the pandemic started and that huge bull run happened. And so I took a real interest in crypto and then um, I got connected with uh, Definity and ICP over Twitter. And it had sort of come to my attention as like a retail day trader, uh, and uh, which I'm very happy to have left behind. I found being a crypto day trader too stressful for, for my constitution. I really like being all yeah. in and focused on one thing like I am with ICP now. Um, mm -hmm. So I got connected and I got hired as sort of an experiment in marketing for for the internet computer where they sort of said, you know, ICP and Definity as an organization, marketing isn't what we're really great at. We're getting a lot of complaints that it's not being, 
you know, marketed and can we try something new, something fresh? And, and I was a part of that, that idea. And so, um, I think it's been really successful. I think it's actually really made a big difference in terms of the communication and growing the ICP message and community. And so I do a lot of different projects in the IC internet computer ecosystem space, uh, to help grow the community, to help reach, to bring new people in the fold, to make it more welcoming. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Your story, because, uh, yeah, you start from the scratch as entrepreneur, you get a lot of hats, uh, like you mentioned, like sales, marketing, uh, found everything the write the recipes started in Instagram from the scratch to 50,000 followers. Uh, this is a, a successful story. Also, like how you like uh, switch uh, the beers and all the, this type of business to the crypto and how to start in, in ICP community. Uh, that's, that's something like, uh, honestly, before to uh, start also working for Internet Computer Protocol and know more about the cryptos, I follow you before and that's uh, an amazing story. And also, uh, as you mentioned before, you are one of the people who has contributed the most to the ICP ecosystem in multiple ways to spread the world and improve the ICP blockchain. Uh, to name, for example, a few of your projects, there are a lot. I think it's just like uh, name a few of, of your projects. You are together with Kai Langham, the co-host of the most successful podcast on the internet computer, the famous Neurotic Podcast. We are going to talk a little bit more after. Uh, you also work at uh, yeah, Definitive Foundation or ICP community as a member of special projects, building projects and community on the internet computer. You are also a taquero <laughs> and creator of, <laughs> of Taco NFT uh, collection and also Calavera Schools. It's like an, an eyedrop uh, on the NFT marketplace Entrepot. You are the founder of Lingua Labs and Hello ICP. Hello ICP is like, like a website with uh, ICP basics for newbies and new developers to creator and first, uh, uh, you, you were also the, the first person to propose the establish a carbon footprint and sustainability policy for the internet computer. This is pretty, pretty cool. And I'm sure I left uh, a few projects maybe uh, in which you are uh, involved or currently participating. Uh, honestly, with, without passion, without doing what you like, this would not be possible. Do you feel lucky to be part of this huge project and you can explain a little bit more how you deal in 24 hours, seven days, <laughs> all of your projects? Yeah, I'm curious. To yeah, know you, don't have, you don't have to butter me up with any more compliments at this point, Javier. You got me. You got me on the podcast. You landed me on on the show. I don't need any more compliments. And you just you haven't gotten to know me yet. You'll you'll scale back these these compliments once you really get to know me a little a little better here. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I like I like I said, you know, my my approach uh, to the internet computer. I'm not a developer, you know, and so I have a. Uh, I'm I'm sort of I joke that I'm proudly uh, first one day dropout of Motoko bootcamp, um, but I am relatively technical. I really I've uh, I've done a lot of technical communication and technical writing in the background, and I think that is um, a great perspective. And so my my sort of lens through which I view ICP is a home for entrepreneurship and a platform for creating really novel and interesting businesses using the ICP and crypto tech stack and uh, all the opportunities that that opens up and my you know own I, I like to learn by doing 
right? You know, and so for me, I like to create things, create projects and, you know, get people involved in, in different efforts. And so that's sort of how the, the lens and the path that I've charted for myself in ICP. And that's so we have the, uh, the podcast, which is super fun. And I am, I am, by the way, genuinely excited that you're doing this show and I really want to encourage you to keep doing it. I know you're right at that, uh, that, that like six to 10 range is when the novelty of starting the podcast has worn off and the grind of making it all happen is really it. So I want to encourage you to keep it up. I really like having your voice going in the community. I think it's really great. I want to have a whole ecosystem of ICP podcasts. So we're all responding to what each other are talking about and making that conversation really go. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, and then you mentioned my taco NFT project, and that's a, a great example of that was really built um, on my personal passions of of just loving food and my background in food and beer um, and trying uh, something fun and small. And the idea there was really born out of highlighting the strengths of the IC ecosystem. Yeah. And specifically, I'd been. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the best mix, right? Tacos and beer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds now really now I'm getting, it's morning here, but I'm getting hungry all, already. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so there's no, um, so there's no gas fees on the internet computer when you compare it to ETH, for example. So I'd been dabbling in the ETH NFT market, um, bought a cup, bought into a couple different projects and communities there, but was just continually appalled at the just outrageous gas fees. So like one, you know, one particular um, ETH based project I really liked the the nfts at the time were for sale for 0.08 eth which was like 200 ish dollars us at the time it's i'm sure it's a lot less now um and but then my gas fees were like you know ranging from like 65 to 100 dollars and so it's a tax of what was that 30 40 percent on the on the purchase which is outrageous mm -hmm. and yeah, so outrageous. Um, part of the reason tacos are cheap right tacos are a cheap simple street food they're really accessible everybody loves tacos and so i wanted to bring that sort of cheap and cheerful kind of playfulness over into the mm -hmm. icp ecosystem and specifically build a project around what the IC ecosystem is great at. And so in this case, it is um, the no gas fees means that they are super inexpensive. So the tacos are priced to mint them are 0.5 ICP, um, mm -hmm. which right now is around three-ish dollars. And so yeah. that is, um, the idea is a cheap and cheerful. So you can't do a $3 NFT on ethereum because you have to charge three dollars for the nft and seventy dollars in gas fees you gas know? Fees, yeah. which is which mm. is nuts right and so instead by having it be you know 3.001 with the transaction fee mm -hmm. really highlights something this is something that highlights the strengths of the ic ecosystem and then on yeah. top of that um, the tacos give me a way to interact with projects and connect and the interactivity and that interwovenness of web three, that you have something in your wallet and you can go out and connect to other pieces. And that actually has been successful beyond my, you know, initial ideas. So one of the big ideas we wanted to do was create a community space hosted on chain. And so when you have a taco in your wallet, it gives you access to the taco portal. Uh, hosted by Discover, which is a private social network space where you can only post about tacos. 
Mm -hmm. um, and then, so that was the initial conception. And since then it has grown and grown and grown. And so um, we've done additional airdrops and collab all the art is done in collaboration with a local artist here in Los Angeles named Miguel, who goes by Taco Seidel on Instagram and was born to draw tacos. I mean, really, really talented artist. I've been really fun to support him and, and be able to pay him fairly for his work and help expose his art to the community. And then uh, we just did an integration with Plethora Games, where they created a new game mode uh, illustrated with tacos and calavera skulls. Cool. And uh, we've created other inter integrations with the, I actually recently I had to do a present, I was doing a presentation on it and I put together like a web showing all the different projects that we are collaborating with in IC. And I was, I was running out of space and I think that interconnectedness of the way these the different pieces can connect to each other that um you know you can connect with discover you can connect into district you can connect into all these different systems uh i think that is so exciting and so interesting mm -hmm. and one of the strengths of the ic ecosystem and a really novel application of the crypto uh tech and so yeah, yeah so that's the idea i feel like i've been talking about tacos for for a while now no that, that that's that's amazing yeah for sure like three dollars is affordable for everyone in every around the world uh $3 for like NFT tacos it's pretty affordable and that's that's pretty cool and everyone can like buy the tacos on Entrepot right on the mar NFT marketplace and Entrepot absolutely <laughs> awesome perfect yeah um other thing that I would like to talk with you is about your your podcast the neurotic podcast with your friend and also is the director of data and analytics at Definity Kai Langham what is uh, it like to work with Kyle and do the weekly podcast? I know it's pretty tough to do like a weekly podcast and have like content and even more in your podcast because you talk a lot of different topics. Uh, it's like an agenda every week for, for the podcast and cover different aspects. And you, you need to know all the information about all the, the aspects. I, I love it, honestly. And the duo, Jesse Kyle, that's amazing because on the one hand is the mix of like funny moments, anecdotes about the traveling, about food, about tacos, about everything. And then uh, for the other hand is uh, also like you talk about uh, different uh, complex uh, topics, right? On internet computers, such as proposal, stats uh, in uh, network network system, the NNS, also talk about new projects. Uh, yeah, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, how is uh, you prepare the podcast and how you feel it like doing the podcast weekly and yeah I'd be, I'd be happy to yeah i really enjoy yeah. doing the podcast um i'm a fan of podcasts i love podcasts i've wanted to do a podcast for a long time i've been super interested i think podcasts provide a really unique and interesting way to communicate with an audience and it's genuinely and remarkably different than a youtube audience or a twitter audience um mm -hmm. i think it requires uh, it requires so much more um, in-depth commitment list commitment from your listeners. So when you do a podcast, and I'm sure you have analytics to back this up, you get way, way infinitely, you know, exponentially smaller number of people being exposed to it. But the people that do listen are deeply committed, and you really mm -hmm. form a deep relationship. And it creates. Um, it's actually a funny thing where it creates this relationship where. When you listen to a podcast every week, and I have lots of podcasts I do, you feel like you're friends with the people 
that are on the podcast, you feel really connected that you're like yeah. in their lives and hearing and stepping into this conversation. And I think there's an authentic authenticity to that communication. And I think that is what really people connect to. And it lets you be freer with your communication than you can be on Twitter because you can't quote tweet, you know, uh, a podcast. And so it, it allows for a more nuanced in-depth sort of humanistic approach to s discussing some of these topics. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, the way that the podcast came together, I've been wanting to do a podcast. I've been thinking about it. Um, I had done an interview podcast like you're doing in the past where you bring on a new guest in the, I did a beer one and I, I had to bail on it after six weeks cause I got too busy with, with other work. Um, mm -hmm. but as, as sure you've discovered, um, scheduling a guest every week is one of the hardest parts of, of making a podcast go. And so yeah. I really wanted to do a podcast with one host, two hosts that just talk to each other. And that podcast is the two of us talking to each other. And it's not about guests. It's not about changing. It's about consistency and reliability and, and that relationship and kind of growing that and having inside jokes that the two co-hosts can, can sort of grow on over time and bring the audience with us and create this community around that. And so, uh, it started with, I was doing a lot of Twitter spaces uh, at the beginning of the year, and uh, mm -hmm. I invited Kyle on as the guest on one of them, and I did not tell him he was secretly auditioning for a podcast. Uh, I just did mm -hmm. it anyway. Uh, he, okay. So Kyle came on. He, of course, killed it um, with his analysis. And uh, he's, you know, obviously incredibly smart. And, you know, I joke that he's like Neo with the Matrix, where he looks at this data and just pulls these stories out of them that's so interesting. And so mm -hmm. my original concept was sort of like, he's like the data analyst and I'm like the opinion columnist kind of relationship. And he would provide a lot of the technical info and I would provide sort of color commentary. Um, but the reality is it's much more sort of a meeting of equals kind of, kind of thing where he's got opinions and I've got opinions and I've got tech stuff I wanna explain and he's got tech stuff he wants to explain. Um, but yeah, so we have, we keep a Google Doc going, uh, an endless Google Doc that we both write into. And over the course of the week, as things come up, tweets come up, ask neurotic questions get posted, just interesting mm -hmm. conversations, announcements, press releases, whatever it is, we just sort of stash it in that document. And we joke constantly that every week we worry that there won't be enough content. And then every week we record and we only get to half of what we originally thought we were going to because it turns out we had a lot to say when we turned those mics on. And so, um, so we, yeah. we have an outline of what we want to talk about, but uh, we actually make a point now of when we do like, you know, we sort of go through and what we're going to talk about, but we really try not to talk pre talk about it before the show, because I really think our podcast is at its very best when the two of us are talking about something live and we're not, we're not pretending to have a conversation. Yeah. We are having an actual conversation. If that, if that makes sense, like you and I are doing right now, like I didn't know what, you know, it's not like a rehearsed answer or something like that. And so yeah. I, I, when I can get, when Kyle gets like a little mad at me and really wants to say something, that's when I think the co the podcast is at its best. When there's like, again, that authenticity, real humans talking about it. And it's like, okay to disagree and then dig into why do we disagree and try and get yeah. that more in-depth kind of, you know, exploration of these topics. But mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm very, it's, you know, podcasting is something I'm really passionate about. It's really important to me. Um, I, uh, I really enjoy making it. I enjoy listening to them and I try and make the kind of podcast I would want to listen to as well. Yeah. No, authenticity, uh, be natural, I think is the, the key for mm -hmm. get uh, community involved into your podcast. Also, like, yeah, when, when people like so, uh, sound your voice every week and maybe your, your, your 
face is like an, an actor, right? You think it's, it's like a friend, even if you never like meet uh, Jassy in the podcast or Kyle, mm -hmm. you, you feel like a, it's like a, like a near person. It's like a friend or someone like you can trust. And this is something amazing. Yeah. Uh, now by podcast honestly. law, we're obligated to start talking about microphones and uh, headsets and uh, detailed. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is all podcasters want to talk about is podcasting stuff usually. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah. And then the, you know, the other piece is, um, it's really important to me to make a, I put a lot of work into producing the show. So after we record the show, because we record on the internet, um, I end up with two separate audio tracks that are me and Kyle separate. And then I do a hand edit of the entire show. So I go mm -hmm. through the entire show, start to end. I cut out stuff. I move some things around. Generally speaking, we attempt to do it as close to live to tape as possible because I don't, you know, I'm not doing like fine, you know, massive surgery, moving around one word and making people say what they didn't say. But I try and take out uh, some rep repetition. You know, humans don't talk the way they write. And so a lot mm -hmm. of sentences, you'll have a lot of beginning thinking, trying to formulate the idea, you know, now I've picked up all my own verbal tics uh, yeah. that I have to edit out, and, you know, <laughs> mumbling and things like that. So listening to yourself yeah. on a podcast can be very surreal sometimes. Yeah, no, but the, the thing is people think like do a podcast is yeah, like a conversation, 30 minutes, one hour. And it's like a, behind the scenes, there are a lot of different aspects, how, how the production, how you prepare the question, what is the topics that you're going to talk about. Uh, it's like a, it's like a big project and a huge work behind the scenes. It's not just like a conversation and that's it. Uh, this is something like people need to know about the, the, the <laughs> podcast also for sure. I don't, uh, need to know. I don't know if they need to know it uh because <laughs> they just need to they need the podcast to be good but just, yeah just I, put in, I would estimate i put in about eight to ten hours for each episode total you know mm -hmm. between research prep uh recording yeah. editing and then publishing you know there's just it goes through a whole workflow to to get it out the door and try and maintain that high level of standard and polish because i spend so much time on the podcast yelling about the importance mm -hmm. of user experience for these, you know, next generation dApps that are being built on the internet computer. I think it's important uh -huh. to kind of dog food that same attitude about uh, level of polish and execution and try and bring that to my show too. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, yeah, other thing that I would like to talk with you is uh, one of the greatest achievements for me uh, that you has been uh, done is uh, the approval of the ICP uh, green proposal on the NNS, the governance brain of internet computer. The green pro proposal is related to the sustainability and converting the ICP blockchain in the least polluting and most respectful um, uh, blockchain on the ecosystem. Um, the idea is really amazing. As I create, you create a proposal about carbon footprint and environmental impact assessment. Uh, regards with uh, electricity in internet computer, cost per transaction, energy consumption. Can you explain us uh, what motivates you to create this proposal and what are the latest developments or updates regarding the, this proposal? Great, great question. I have lots to say about, about this. Yeah, you know, I, um, I have a young daughter. She's going to turn two in a, in a month. And uh, I'm really concerned about the world being on fire. You know, I'm I'm uh, I 100 percent believe in global warming. I believe that it's man-made, and I strongly believe that converting to 
green energy not only is good for the planet, it also creates new and better business opportunities. That going green is good for business, um, that it's good for, it's good policy, it's good, it's good. There's, I think, in many ways, almost no downsides. And I'm talking about not just greenwashing, not just marketing that isn't backed by action. I'm talking about real change. And so if the internet computer is scalable to support the entire internet and provide a replacement for traditional IT infrastructure, lowering that carbon footprint, I think is, a, is an important check that it has to hit for people making these decisions because these environmental concerns are not going away. They're only going to get worse. Our weather's getting more extreme. I'm living through a heat wave and a drought in California right now. This is very, very top of mind. So uh, when I actually first got started uh, with the internet computer, um, I sat down and made a long list of different topics I wanted to go after, and sustainability was at, at the top of that list. And so uh, Solana's uh, report on their green uh, initiative had just come out around that time, and I said, uh, okay, Solana did this, where's the ICP report? And I was pointed towards a Reddit post from a Definity engineer doing a little bit of back the napkin math. And so mm -hmm. I interviewed him. I talked to him about that. I wrote an article called uh, Crypto in the Time of Climate Change uh, about on uh, Medium, about, you know, sort of showing that basically said, look, we think ICP is an incredibly green platform, but we actually haven't measured it or proven it yet. But that was part of the core original conception that Dom envisioned put sustainability at the center of its design choices. Um, and in addition mm -hmm. to that, as someone that's charged with marketing and growing the platform, that is a tool and a weapon I want to take into battle to go out and promote the platform. That I think a really strong sustainability story is fantastic. And to me, a sort of ongoing narrative thread of the internet computer is incredible tech that is not as marketed as well as it could be. And that's something both you and I are trying to change. And it turned out the story with the sustainability was actually even a truer version of that same thing. The internet computer is an incredibly green, incredibly efficient, really, really forward-thinking platform that sips electricity, and we aren't out there telling people about it. We've done the hard part, which is to make it sustainable, and we haven't done the next part, which is to market that ability, that that talent that the platform has. So, um, again, that theme of wanting to dog food, wanting to do it, not wanting to just do marketing, wanting to do action and build things. So I wrote a NNS resolution, um, and I really tried to put that through the process that would lead to success. So I started by, uh, I wrote something up, I showed it to a handful of smart people in the ecosystem. Uh, I got feedback inside and outside Definity. I got some notes and feedback. I then posted it to the Definity forums. Uh, got additional feedback there, and then posted to the NNS where it passed with overwhelming support. And then it was just kind of all quiet after that. Nothing, nothing really happened for a while until uh, just a few weeks ago, um, the Internet Computer Carbon Footprint Report came out, which was a collaborative effort between um, IC uh, Carbon Footprint and the Definity Foundation. And the results are amazing. The results are better, better than I could have ever Stick. predicted. Uh, mm -hmm. Just, just so excited. Um, I think, can you put a link in show notes to people for people to, to see this or I'll, I'll put up a tweet when this comes out to support it, but I encourage everyone to go and look at it. I'm actually working on a video to promote this right now, but mm -hmm. the big, big takeaway is that the internet computer isn't just more efficient than the other blockchains out there. It is exponentially orders of magnitude more efficient. And so, um, 
you know, I see, you know, looking at um, <clears throat> watt hour per transaction, um, we come in lower than Solana, lower than Algorand, lower than Avalanche, lower than Polkadot, lower than Tezos, lower than Cardano, and thousands of times lower than Bitcoin or Ethereum. <clears throat> That's crazy. And so it's an incredible, it's a fantastic <clears throat> system. And so uh, this is great because we're already doing the good thing. It's how mm. do we communicate this now? So uh, I was actually just joking. I think I might make a shirt uh, with this chart on it showing how efficient the internet computer's uh, carbon footprint is. I think that might be a, a fun way to promote this. Um, and then yeah. I'm working on a video project as well. Um, but the big, big core takeaway is the internet computer is one of the greenest blockchains on the planet. And if we want to make a more sustainable future, this is a path we have available to us. And there's no mm. drop and it does not uh, cost more. It doesn't, in fact, it costs less and it creates more opportunities for hosting this as the platform because this is an issue that is not going away. It is only going to get worse and worse and worse in the future. And so I'm, uh, I'm excited about it from a marketing point of view and I'm really mm -hmm. excited about it from a green, you know, sustainability concern about the planet point of view. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel proud about ICP in that milestone that is one of the greenest uh, blockchains in the world. Uh, the sustainability and how I like, convert the least pollu polluting and most respectful uh, blockchain in the environment. And yeah, uh, for sure, like we are going to share uh, after finish the podcast, the information, the, the link, and people can see the, the graphs about the comparative between the ICP and other blockchains. And that's really, really great news for, for everybody, just not for the blockchain uh, ecosystem. It's something like pretty great and we need to work on it. And yeah, I encourage you to, uh, exactly as you, you, you did, uh, like leader the, the, this um, proposal and go far further with everything. That's, that's amazing, honestly, Jesse. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, it. It's yeah. a community effort. I'm just sort of the face of it. There's a lot of smart people behind the scenes. You know, I didn't write this report. That was written by, you know, uh, the teams at Definity and Carbon Footprint. So it is absolutely a community effort that that I'm I'm happy to yeah. take some partial credit for. But but all of this is, uh, you know, all blockchain efforts are collaborative and that applies mm -hmm. on chain as well as in person. Yeah, but as you mentioned, this type of uh, solutions, uh, maybe like people like, read and this hey, yeah i'm agree but then it's nothing and it's just like uh, empty no no people does, doesn't work on that and this is something like we need like leaders are as you or people like involved 100 percent involved on this type of uh, uh solutions and work on it because it's pretty important for sustainability for the for the future of blockchain also is a uh, um if we try to move people from web 2 to web 3 and going to the blockchains and going to ICP, we need to be aware of these type of problems and we need to fix it. And yeah, for sure, that's that's an amazing project. Uh, yeah, and just for, for finish uh, the amazing uh, talk with you, Jesse, uh, I would like to know more about other projects that you are involved. It's about Hello ICP. Uh, <laughs> yeah, also about Lingua Labs. I'm not sure exactly what is Lingua Labs, but yeah. Yeah, maybe. All right. So Lingua, Lingua Labs is just an umbrella, so I could have a fancy email address mm -hmm. to put all these projects under, just to kind of give it. Like, I didn't want them all to just be branded ICP Jesse, since I so foolishly put my name in there. 
Um, and so I just created Lingua Labs as a placeholder to kind of hold the tacos, the ICP Jesse Twitter account, the uh, Hello ICP effort, all of those things. There's just a just an umbrella with a cool. I got a great logo for it. That was really what I wanted. Was a great logo I could put on a shirt, which I've done. Because um, yeah. you can get taco. Uh, I have a swag store for taco uh, NFTs as well. So you can get taco NFT T-shirts. You can get T-shirts. Yeah, now I've got something to plug here. This is great. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So That's cool. Get, your your T-shirt today. I'm yeah. wearing. I'm actually wearing a taco NFT shirt at this very moment. Um, yeah. But uh, you can That's get um, our Matoko pinata design mm -hmm. on the shirt as well. Um, and then one of my favorite things uh, we forgot to mention this is the international you know, internationality of the community. And something I never expected was with the tacos, I think more than half the people that hold taco NFTs have never had a taco in their life because, not, mm -hmm. you know, sure, I eat them every day for every meal. That's just like my personal brand. But, you know, people <laughs> all over the world, it's so international that it is uh, really interesting to see how people latch onto the idea of tacos and excitement about that um and we're big in japan and i love that so we're big in japan and so i put out some uh japanese swag so you can get the taco nft logo in katakana which is like a phonetic spelling of Jap non-japanese words and so it says tacos nfts in japanese there or we mm -hmm. have a version of the motoko pinata shirt that says internet computer in japanese as well so those are both super fun designs i'll send you a link to that so you can Help me sell some more t-shirts and yeah, for sure. uh and yeah. then uh hello icp that's a new project that has been really fun that is a front door friendly help desk to help people figure out what they need to know on the internet computer it is a big mm -hmm. space it is complicated there's a lot to understand there's internet identity there's nns and so just trying to demystify it and help people um i'm always getting dms in my um on my Twitter account asking for questions. Hey, I had a question about staking. Hey, I had a question about internet identity. And I thought, you know, this actually would be a really great sort of community driven space. So that also is a team effort. Uh, I've got support from uh, Shruti, uh, ICP Girl and Minda, uh, all of whom are active on Twitter in the community. So uh, people in the background are helping helping me do that because again, trying to provide 24 hour support as well around yeah, the clock for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's cool because ICP have a big community, but we need people from outside. A lot of people around the world don't need anything about ICP, and we need to educate them, and we need to like give them like a, a guide to start from the beginning, from the scratch, to be part of the community and know more about the uh, ICP. Uh, okay, yeah, thank you, Jesse Fredman. Thank you so much for staying here today with us. Uh, know more about you and about your projects and your contributions to the community. Uh, do you want to add something else before to wrap up uh, to the? No, thank thank you for doing this podcast and for having me on. This has been this has been a real pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jesse, for thank everything. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.